Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel, and with me is... Judy. Hey there, how are you doing today? I'm good. Fantastic. Uh, so for those of you that are new, this is a podcast where we have a chance to have a conversation about uh, this week's sermon and just some of the things that we're pulling out of it. And um, so we're going to start with narration, which is just kind of a telling back of, of what um, Pastor talked about. Um, as many of you know, the the words for the year are courageous and contagious. And he's had a, a two-week little mini-series about being salty and shiny. Last week, he talked about being salty, and this week was shiny, um, which is just a, oh, that's a fun word to say. Be shiny. Yes. And Instead of being the light of the world or yeah. the salt of the world, we're yeah. be salty and shiny. Yeah, be shiny. So his main two points uh, were we are called to repel darkness by reflecting righteousness and we are called to remove blindness by revealing truthfulness. And I loved the order of events in these things. We are called to repel darkness by reflecting righteousness. We reflect the righteousness of Christ and that's what repels the darkness. Uh, he talked about, you know, you don't walk into a dark room and start yelling at the darkness. Oh, silly darkness. No, you, you just turn on a light switch. Yeah. And then we are called to remove blindness by revealing truthfulness. That it, one hit me hard. Yeah, it is the power of the truth of the gospel that brings about repentance and restoration and um, just acknowledging that you need a savior is it's scripture it's not us pointing out sin it's us talking about truth and danielle and i talk about this a lot like the culture in which we live in it's it's not really postmodern, where you know you have a truth but it's like a weird version of like your truth might not even be acceptable because it might infringe upon my truth. Um, but it's almost like you don't have a right to any truth because it 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 uh it might make me feel offended. Yep. Yep. And the the truth the truth is scripture can be offensive. Yeah. Because it points to the fact that without Christ we have all earned hell. And, and that's a tough thing. Yeah. But the good news is, with Christ, none of us need to go to hell. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think that's the biggest thing is so many people, I don't understand why there's a God that would send you to hell. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, he's not sending anybody. Yep. He's given you the choice of heaven for free. Yep. And yet... But people don't want to choose him, so they're choosing hell. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of his other sub points where we are to imitate Jesus in order to illuminate Jesus. 
Christ is attractive. The life of Christ, as we see throughout Scripture, is attractive. Now, he didn't attract everybody. Um, there are people that he stepped on their toes pretty aggressively. And they were the people that should have known better. But the people that were the downcast, the people that were ostracized by those who had been representing, you know, the chosen people, God's people, the Israelites, they were the ones that were attracted to Christ. Yeah. Because, because they knew they had a need where these leaders felt that they had it all together and didn't need anything more but the the law mm -hmm. and all their other rules that they made up to go along with it. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, because we've just we've just been reading Matthew in our in our um, Juniper classes, and 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 uh, where Jesus you know does all the woes to the scribes and Pharisees, yeah. and he definitely stepped on their toes, but it was all truth. Yeah, and I think that's probably why they hated him so much because, yeah. you know, he he spoke truth and it spoke to their hearts and they knew it, you know, it it was a big ouch. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got to wonder what they were thinking, you know, when they would, they would have an encounter with Christ. And once they got away from the other people that were kind of feeding into their offense as well, I wonder what they were really thinking when they were going over what he had chastised them, like even like the money changers and um, the woe to those. I wonder how many of them ended up following Christ. I know throughout Scripture, it talks about a couple. Uh, it talks about even, you know, Nicodemus, where Jesus says, you're so close. Um, I wonder, I, I would like to think that more of them that are listed through Scripture ended up following Christ because they were humble enough to repent of their mishandling of God's truth mm -hmm. I hope yeah yeah absolutely so what are some things that kind of jumped out at you well more than anything right at the beginning a courageous and contagious calling you know that to be salt and life that is a uh, to be salt and light that is a calling yeah. you know and and you know that and I just think, I always, makes me, when I think about that, you know, like Jesus said, I'm the light of the world, and we're to reflect that light. I always think about um, John the Baptist when he said, I must decrease and he must increase, or vice versa. You know, I just like, I, that's always been one of my prayers is that, Lord, I want people to see you in me, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I just, you know, it really, really hit me that, yes, this is a calling, and and that um, you know, I I really liked what he he said. Wise followers of Christ turn others to the Christ and shine all the time. Mm -hmm. And and that we can be a ray of hope in um, difficult situations. And and I you know, you know when we talk to people who are going through hard times and rough times. That's when I, I want to, sh you know, shine Jesus the most, uh, you know, 
that that we can bring hope to people because that that's what this world doesn't have and it needs desperately is hope and it's not it's not um you know it's not like oh i hope i get better or right. i hope the world changes no they need a hope that there's a better way and it's going it's going to come about if we trust in jesus yeah amen i guess those are the things that hit me the hardest it's good what what jumped out to me it was right at the very beginning i think and he was probably even reading just the his main scripture matthew 5 13 to 16 just the three words was shine before men we're not called to just shine in a shiny room we're called to shine before men we're called to you know shine where it's dark and make his name known where it's not and if we're not shining before men if we're not letting our light shine in front of those that need it maybe we need to change our audience a little bit you know i i spend a majority of my time around christians mm -hmm. uh I'm, I'm one of the staff pastors i go i'm at the church if the doors are unlocked the company I work at is predominantly Christians. My friends are Christians. And so I have to work hard at getting around people that don't believe the same way I do. And when I am around people of different faiths, am I letting my light shine? Am I ca capitalizing on, the, on, on that group of people? in a way that impacts them for eternity. That's shine before men. Those three words have just been rattling around in my head the last couple of days. Well, I mean, I've always heard that, um, I don't know how, if I'm going to say this right, but like we don't necessarily have to go out of our way, but do it on the way. Yep. Yeah. But like you said, my life is kind of the same, mm -hmm. where 99% of the time I'm around Christians. You know, but but lately I've had a, a lot of opportunity to be on, to be with Christians, but baby Christians, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that I've got it all, you know, I'm, sure. I'm not all that. I'm definitely not saying that, but, but, you know, like even tonight I had an opportunity to just share with somebody who's a baby Christian and they're struggling with why questions. Yeah. And and uh, not that she, not that they're baby Christians, but just just a different place in their walk. Just a different place yeah. in their walk. Yeah, they're not necessarily baby Christians, mm -hmm. but but you know I love them, and and I just I just I I just want to be able to give the love of God to them, the light of God, yeah. and salt. You know. In fact, we talked about salt a lot tonight, <laughs> and uh, but um, you know, I like I said, I I know I'm I'm not all there, I'm not all it, but but that's why I always pray, Lord, let them see you and not me. Yeah. Because I I I blow it too much, you know, I mess yeah. up too much, but I want yep. them to see Jesus through me. And I think that that's part of the beauty of why Christ calls us to be His ambassadors. He, because we're not perfect and there's a, a beauty in using imperfect things for a for a high and glorious calling 
And that's what we're called to partner with him and helping God establish his kingdom here on earth. And we're, we're all he has. Yeah, broken vessels for godly use. Yeah, broken. Yeah, that's a fantastic way to put it. Because Christ is not walking around here on earth. It is people who are trying to follow Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit, imperfectly pointing people to a perfect God. And um, hopefully we are doing that in a way that, like you said, points them to Christ and not to us. And it's bringing a bit of light. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I love it. Uh, I think one of the things he was talking about, like when he was reading passages from John 8 and 11 and 12, you know, that the Word is a light, to, uh, and it made me think of the Word is a light to our path and the purposes in our life. And um, that Jesus doesn't condemn um we have to not reject him and his truth and his light you know we um you know the word sets us free the word's a mm -hmm. light light the word is our path i mean there's so many great examples in the word mm -hmm. of 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 you know and jesus is the word and so it's just to me it's just this beautiful wonderful thing that i just want to give to other people because it gives them hope yeah hope it's a powerful thing. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you are so good. We thank you that in you there is hope. There is hope eternal. And it's not just an empty hope. It's, it's one founded in the truth of your gospel, in the reality of a salvation found in Christ. And that that can be found today just by calling on your name, saying we are sinners in the need of a Savior, and that Savior is Jesus. And that name is Jesus. Jesus. We thank you for that beautiful, powerful, restorative name. And help us to make that name known a little bit more this week. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at Bethel Christian mi.org or find us on social media to stay updated on upcoming episodes please consider subscribing to the podcast we pray you will be empowered to live learn love and lead in the power and love of christ